everybody how have we all been doing yes it's missy of a chosen generation yes i do understand it's been a while it's been a while most of us have been back to work back to uni back to college but you know what we give thanks to the king of kings and the lord of lords before we start we just want to thank him for his mercy his grace his favor and his peace over each and every one of us we bless his holy name for taking us out and bringing us back for keep providing a roof over our head and for protecting each and every one of us we'll also use this time to remember those who's lost loved ones we ask that the good lord will continue to strengthen and bless the families left behind in jesus mighty name amen so welcome 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 back Today I've got my lovely ladies and the lovely gentleman. Our discussion today is that most of our parents grew up with a mentality that we are not to marry someone who already has a child or children. Who knows why? Is there anywhere in the Bible that it says don't marry somebody who's already had a child for somebody else Mm, that's a big question in this day and age we are more open with our choices for a life partner so the question is in two folds would you consider marrying a single parent or If you find yourself in a relationship like this, where you are sure your parents won't approve, how do you approach the matter with them? How will you approach this matter with your parents? Two powerful questions there. And I have my young ladies here. And like I said, a gentleman who will actually give us their views and how to deal with this situation if they are found in that situation and actually what they think or what they know that their parents will say you know it's quite um, <laughs> a very sensitive sensitive issue because how do you deal with that situation yes if there is a relationship that is not working or that's you know broken or there was no relationship in the first place and there is a child or children involved you know there will always be that tie between the man and the woman if they want to move forward you would then say because they've got a child with somebody else they can't move forward you know we keep saying our parents did not know any better but that is how they were taught and that is how they've raised our generation but with the generation coming communication is a big big thing and you know what I'll leave it to the panel. Let's hear 
their views and let's listen to them after the break. Honestly, I would not consider myself marrying a single parent because relationships are already um, a type of way to cultivate, not to now talk of adding another child, another human being into that because the relationship won't be just two of you. You can't just focus on two of you anymore. You would have to focus on that third person. So I don't see myself marrying a single parent, but... There are circumstances where I do see myself marrying a single parent, you know, and my parents would definitely disapprove from the very beginning, (laughs) except um, maybe we explain the situation of how the other child came along, like maybe if he was married before and they not divorced, my parents would not be happy at the divorce, but if maybe he lost his partner or if, um, yeah, actually, that's the only, I think that's the only way they would approve (laughs) but apart from that i really don't see them approving especially if maybe he was like the person wasn't married at all and it was just maybe an unplanned circumstance yeah hmm so this is a tricky question actually because i'll look at it two ways um would i consider myself marrying a single parent yes (laughs) no um i feel like you know initially when you think about marriage you never think of someone else with a child if i found myself in that situation and i was in a relationship with a single parent and this was a god-destined relationship god said this is the person for you um then yes i would marry that person um if it came to a situation where my parents did not approve for this reason um i would of course try and reason with them try and enlighten them to you know the way things are now um that being said i will add prayer on top of it because if truly this is god's partner for me the bones of my bones and the flesh of my flesh i want to believe that he will lay that information in my parents hearts and make that make them receptive of it because i will not marry someone who my parents do not approve of so i would leave it up to god to touch their hearts you know and you know if this is the person for me it should be it should be easy it should be made easy i would like to think but yeah that's that's my view so from my perspective um yes i would marry a single parent my parents (laughs) um not so much they would be um very willing to accept me being in a relationship with a single parent talk about marrying a single parent but yeah I definitely don't um, see myself marrying a single parent, but that's just because I don't know if that's something I would be able to handle. Um, especially now at this age, if I was to date someone with, you know, with a child, I definitely don't think that I could, I would be prepared for that. You know, I feel like I'm a child myself. But again, if 
if you know that person has god's stamp of approval god has said this is who you're going to marry this is the person i've made for you then i'm not going to go against god i believe that whatever god puts into my life he will also give me the strength to handle it to take care of it for it you know to be a good relationship so as long as god has said this is for you i know whatever we need um to be successful to be happy to be at peace god will will give it to us and if that includes changing the hearts and the minds of my parents and even other family and friends then i believe that he will do that uh initially of course my parents i don't think that they would be happy i don't think it's something that they would envision for me so i I don't blame them anyway um i wouldn't blame them anyway for not being happy um in the beginning but i definitely do think that if this is my person then god will def he will make them come around he will soften their hearts and eventually they will be supportive and accepting hi auntie it's kofo um for the first question i wouldn't actually mind if i married a single parent if it's god if it's god's will um and i don't think my parents will actually have a problem with it like i don't have to explain it like they seem very chill and they don't seem like parents who would condemn me for wanting to get with a man that has already has a child because if it's god's will then we've just got to follow it because we don't know what god has in store for us I don't know if that's a good enough answer, but that's all I can think of right now. Yeah, that's a really, really interesting question. I'm not too sure that my parents share that view. I've never actually had the conversation with them, but I don't believe that they would oppose of me marrying somebody with a child um yeah in today's world um people are more open to all these kind of things and and would i well the way i look at it is and 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 stay with me here for a second i feel like when you love somebody you don't love them because of of a particular condition so I won't love you because you're super successful or I won't love you because you have a nice car or I won't love you because you're particularly good at X and Y. Like you love them unconditionally. So you love them regardless of what they're good at. So if they're doing all these great things, yeah, great. I love you anyway. If you're not doing these great things, yeah, whatever. I still love you, right? And to to, to translate that to the marriage piece, I also look at it as in I don't bound people by their by their roles in life so you're not just a businessman I'm not going to marry you because you're a businessman I'm not going to marry you because you're a successful lawyer I'm marrying the person so I'm marrying the whatever the person's name is and what they do on the side doesn't define them so if you're a single parent I don't bracket you as a single parent. I bracket you as your name. I justify you as your name and you have a child. So having said that, I know I haven't given it much thought, but having said that, that means, yeah, I I probably would marry um, somebody who is single and has a child. Um, 
yeah, yeah, having thought about that on a, on a deeper level. Um, and that approval piece. So I'm actually going to go and have a conversation with my parents now because I definitely think that's a really um, interesting topic and I'd love to get their perspective on it. But I, I'd assume they would have no problems with any decisions I've made as long as I've, I've understood and thought about it. And if, if it does come to a case where they may need some convincing, well, we can sit down and have a conversation about that as well. say something i must say you know what i applaud you ladies and gentlemen um like i said initially communication is key with our young adults and i see the fear of god in you and everything you've all said you actually said if it's god's will i like that and you actually discussing with parents look here parents these are the things we should do whilst i was growing up i can tell you and i've said it before i never had this freeness this communication between my parents yes we had the love we had great family bonding and everything but we did not speak past how are you how's your studies nothing like oh you know the sex culture nothing like i remember growing up (laughs) we were told if you speak to a boy you get pregnant yeah if you speak to a boy you get pregnant but you know what ladies kudos to you i have learned a lot from you i've learned a lot from you ladies and gentlemen and if he, yeah, please, it would be nice to get your mom's opinion. Let's see what she says. I think I've got to take this out to my generation and see how they will feel or what their responses will be. You know, when a child comes home and says, you know, the person who I want to get married to already has an issue. And like you said, um, earlier on, you know, that (laughs) you don't know how they have, you know, where the child, it might be somebody who's divorced, it might be somebody who lost their partner, or it might be a one night stand and it just happened. Who are we to question God? You know, anything can happen to anyone. None of us is perfect. None of us knows it all. None of us know a beginning to the end. The only person who does is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Wow. I've heard quite a lot today. And you know what? I will actually love and love to hear from our parents. In fact, it will be interesting to hear from our grandparents. What do they think about 
the young generation. If things like this happen now, some of us do still have our grandparents, some of us still have our parents. Let's hear their views on what they think or what will they do in this kind of circumstances. Well, you know what? Thank you, ladies. Thank you, gentlemen. Well, for our listeners, I hope you've been blessed and I hope you've learned one or few things, one or two things from our panel today. So, till we come your way next time with another juicy, lovely, interesting discussion. Please remain blessed, remain safe. Thank you for always tuning in and keeping in touch. We will be finalizing and reading the last series of our book, The Bad Dads in the Bible. So watch out for the next series and the last episode on that, Bad Dads in the Bible. So so we'll come your way next time. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. And peace out. Hello and welcome back to our new podcast. This season we will be talking a lot on relationship and marriage. And today we are going to focus on the 10 ingredients to a successful marriage or a successful relationship. And the 10 ingredients are as follows. Communication, commitment, compassion, intimacy or sex, respect, appreciation, partnership, acceptance, hope, and love. Today, like I said, we'll be talking We'll be focusing on one of these ingredients. But before we go into that, let me break these 10 ingredients down. You see, it says that communication, commitment, and compassion are the key, are the three key functions in a relationship where the man and the woman understand each other. When they have these three ingredients, there is understanding. Then a relationship starts. The following three. Intimacy. Sex. Respect. And appreciation. These are signals of connections. And it shows between the couple. Honor. And also being grateful. For who each other is. You say once these are in place intimacy respect and appreciation these two are connected the man and the woman are connected then we have partnership this is more or less companionship and that is the common purpose of them coming together they are now become they have now become partnership you know when two becomes one the next one is, uh, the next two are acceptance and hope. 
And this too allows one another to be, you know, to persevere with each other. This is when, you know, they have a balance. Both can be too hot-tempered. Both can get angry at the same time. One has to be angry. One has to calm down. You know, they compromise. They get to it. Don't forget, these are two different people who have not lived together, who do not know themselves, but they've got something in common that has brought them together. So, acceptance and hope is something that allows them to be able to bear and live with one another. And the last one is love. Even the Bible says, love is the greatest gift of it all. And this is when the goodness of either the husband or the wife or the two the two in, in, in a relationship have the same goal. They have the same goal. And this goal is what brings about a healthy marriage. Yeah. So like I said, we're focusing on one and the, the what we're focusing on is the intimacy part of it. Some people will say intimacy, some people will call it sex. The question now is, should being intimate be the core of a relationship or a marriage? You see, being intimate is said to be a necessary component for a healthy relationship. Do you think it must be the core reason, in quotes, core reason for a breakup in relationship or marriage? Do you think after counting, after, after saying all the 10 ingredients and having communication, commitment, compassion at the top, do you think all those should be at the bottom and being intimate should be the core? reason that two people who are in love two people who have come together will then break up because there is no intimacy or they are not intimate enough hmm. big question whatever your answers are or whatever reason you give Can you expand on why you think it should be or if you think it shouldn't be the core reason? Let us share your answers because we are all learning. Let's help those who are coming, who are coming up, who are looking to get married in future or are in a relationship. Let's help help them because we do not want our marriages to be a statistic. We don't want it to be one of the numbers to be counted in the divorce line or in the separation line. So, over to you. Thank you. Wow, what else can I say? Intimacy or sex is a gift from God. 
Wow. From a 16-year-old. Well, on this note, what I'll say to wives is do not starve your husbands of, be, of sex or being intimate. And vice versa, husbands, don't starve your wives of intimacy or sex. You see, a relationship um, is built on the foundation that we lay it on. So, having all these ingredients is as important as each other. Let us all learn to love one another. Let us all learn to understand one another. Because without understanding, without communicating, without showing love, without hope, without all the same ingredients, we cannot have a successful marriage. Yes, God created man and woman. And in the Bible, he says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and his mother and clench unto his wife, and the two shall become one. The Bible said it, not me, not man. So I guess we have been able to you know, share and shed some light on relationship and marriages, especially the part nobody wants to always talk about. We don't want to discuss it, even with our parents or even with our friends. I hope this medium has been a learning curve and has helped one or two or everybody listening. And until we come your way, we say we've got loads more for you. This is the beginning of a new dawn. Thank you for listening and God bless.